0: Today's New Testament reading is from Acts, the 27th chapter. Since much time had passed and the voyage was now dangerous, because even the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Sirs, I perceive that the voyage will be with injury and much loss, not only of the cargo and the ship, but also of our lives. But the centurion paid more attention to the pilot and to the owner of the ship than to what Paul said. And because the harbor was not suitable to spend the winter in, the majority decided to put out to sea from there, on the chance that somehow they could reach Phoenix, a harbor of Crete, facing both southwest and northwest, and spend the winter there. Now when the south wind blew gently, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, they weighed anchor and sailed along Crete, close to the shore." But soon a tempestuous wind, called the Northeaster, struck down from the land. And when the ship was caught and could not face the wind, we gave way to it and were driven along. Running under the lee of a small island called Cauda, we managed with difficulty to secure the ship's boat. After hoisting it up, they used supports to undergird the ship." Then, fearing that they would run aground on the Syrtis, they lowered the gear, and thus they were driven along. Since we were violently storm-tossed, they began the next day to jettison the cargo, and on the third day they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope of our being saved was at last abandoned." you must stand before Caesar. And behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. So take heart, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have told you. But we must run aground on some island. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor Gavin Mize.
1: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. If you have been following our lectionary so far, you will know that Paul has now stood before Agrippa. And that Paul, St. Paul himself, made appeal to Caesar. He would have been set free by Agrippa, yet Paul appealed to Caesar. He wanted to testify, to speak of who Christ is and what had happened to St. Paul. And so Paul set sail for Rome. And the wind started coming a little harder and the swells began to grow a little larger. The ebb and the flow became more. And such time passed that the voyage became dangerous and that Paul finally said to them, Sirs, I perceive that the voyage will be with injury and much loss, not only of the cargo and the ship, but also of our lives. But they ignored him. They kept going. They kept heading towards Crete, hoping for the chance to reach Phoenix, which was the harbor of Crete. And they were facing northwest and southwest. It seemed like the waves were rolling against it. The storm at sea became so bad that it nearly struck down the land. And when it was caught in the face of the wind, the boat, that is, they began to throw cargo overboard then they began to throw food overboard and they began to undergird the ship and they lowered their gear and they knew that they were going to die and so finally they at the latch last ditch effort tossed the tackle the very things that would save their lives if they were so hungry Overboard, And so Paul then says to these men, Men, you should have listened to me and have not set sail from Crete and incurred this injury and loss. Yet now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For this very night there stood before me an angel of God to whom I belong and to whom I worship. And I said, and he said, do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar, and behold, God has granted you all has granted you all those who sell with you. So take heart, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have told. So, dear friends in Christ, we have the church, the great ark, Noah and his family, the one who stood to testify to the destruction of the that the water did, and also the salvation that kept the boat afloat. So we have Saint Paul, who keeps the, who who's, the, the boat was torn and rent asunder. Yet because of one man who had to testify about Christ to the highest authority, the boat was lost, but not a single life was lost that day. As Luther says, because there, are, because there are some godly men or only one godly man, the same ship, the ship must reach port safe and sound, however much it must be tossed about by heavy storm, even though a thousand devils have been fighting in opposition and causing tumult in the same ship. So also for the sake of Paul alone, a ship is saved. When this world and your sin bring swells upon you and your family and your loved ones, when the devil comes and tempts you to snatch you out of the hands of God, out of Christ Himself, when you refuse to love your neighbor As yourself. Look around. See the church. See the ship. See the confessor in the baptismal font and on the altar. St. Paul stood as Christ that day on that boat. As sure as we will all stand and see Christ. In heaven, our great captain, our anchor, and the one who keeps us safe from all swells and danger by land and sea. For you see, dear Christian friends, Christ is our salvation. And so, Confess your faith of Christ in the midst of whatever the seas may be when you leave these doors, for it will be he who speaks on your behalf. Take heart and take courage, for Christ is your captain. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.